know the vibes. Another episode. Mm-hmm. The Hoop Genius Podcast returns. Sponsored by NBA 2K23. Make sure you hit the link in the description right now to get your copy pre-ordered NBA 2K23. And on NBA 2K23, I'm joined by BJ Armstrong, of course, as always. But on 2K23, which team will Kevin Durant be playing for? That's the question on everyone's lips. When the game comes out, which roster will KD be on? Because I damn sure hope it ain't the Boston Celtics. <laughs> okay. Good morning to you, Mo. Good BJ, morning. Nice and early here in LA. Um, how was your weekend? Oh, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. You know, hey, hey you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shamelessly say that I don't want Kevin Durant on the Boston Celtics. And then when he comes and we start winning games, I'm just going to pretend I never said that. Just going to let you guys know from now. Okay. Um, okay. Here's the deal. I've just woken BJ up nice and early. Obviously, it's a little bit later in the day, this episode. Usually, these episodes come out first thing in the morning UK time, but it's a bit later in the day today um, because we've got to talk about this. Breaking news, breaking news overnight. It was a weird time this news story came out, BJ. 2.30 in the morning US time. The Adrian Wojnarowski, your good friend, reported that Kevin Durant might be on his way to the Boston Celtics as the Celtics and Nets are locked into trade discussions this was then followed by shams terrania reporting that uh the celtics had offered jalen brown Derek white and a draft pick to the nets who said that that's not enough we want that plus marcus smart another rotational piece and more draft picks i feel like danny ainge has once again screwed over the brooklyn nets because the return he got for rudy gobert was so much now the nets are expecting so much and i don't think a lot of teams are willing to give that up uh, at this stage of the offseason. But what's your initial reaction, BJ? Great. They're talking. Like, every team's talking. Is this the one? Hey, Mo, is this the one we're going to, that's going to get the headlines? <laughs> it's getting today's headlines. Mo, the- <laughs> everyone's talking. Hey, Mo, it's like, it's like suddenly out of all the calls that I had yesterday or the day before or the day before, I'm just going to only talk about the one. Yeah. yeah. Every team's talking. Well, that's their job. That's their job. So my initial thought is Kevin Durant has made it clear the day before the draft, right, which put everyone into a frenzy that he wants to be traded. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that he said that one of two things happened. Either there's no communication with the Brooklyn Nets, which it doesn't sound like they're, that's not, that's not, that's not the case. Or Kevin Durant's team, and the rest of the league put a package together and we'll figure out which package is available. And then we'll choose the one talking about Brooklyn that we like best. Now, the fact that they counter that means you have my interest and every team in the league, I can assure you this. Every team in the league is trying to figure out how to do the following, how to acquire a disgruntled star. Yes, that's that's what we know. So let's see which one of these deals are going to come up that's going to fit them. Now, he said initially he wanted to go to one of two places, Phoenix or Miami. And now they're open for business. So let's see. It is worth noting that when Kevin Durant joined the Warriors in 2016, the second team on his list 
uh, after the Warriors was the Boston Celtics. I don't know if you remember when the Celtics went to meet him in the Hamptons. There's a pretty funny picture I tweeted out earlier. Um, you know, the Warriors, they sent Steph and Clay and Draymond to go and woo Kevin Durant into joining them. The Celtics mm-hmm. sent Tom Brady, Marcus Smart and Kelly Olenek to convince Kevin Durant to sign with Boston. So um, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty funny. How'd that meeting go? <laughs> he, signed, he signed with Golden State. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so here's my thing with this. I've got some conspiracy theories with this, BJ. I have some conspiracy theories. First of all, Jalen Brown's name is just always in trade talks. Do you remember a year ago where it was always, they were always talking about, oh, Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. Jalen Brown has been linked in trade talks for Ben Simmons in the Philadelphia 76ers. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. They they were talking about, we got to trade Jalen Brown. He can't play. uh, He can't play with Jason Taylor. This team got to the NBA finals. Why would you be looking to break up a young core that got to the NBA Finals? Jalen Brown's a player you drafted who you have an advantage of retaining his talent so you can contend for the next five to ten years in the NBA. Now, the reason why earlier I mentioned to you it was an interesting time for a new story to break was because that's 2.30 in the morning. Now, BJ, you know Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's up late wheeling and dealing on a Sunday night. Mm. But do you know what else is at 2.30? Maybe that's his advantage. Maybe that's his advantage. But I'll tell you what. Do you know what else is at 2.30 in the morning, US time? What's that? Early evening in New Zealand. BJ, who's from New Zealand? Who's on holiday in New Zealand? The New Zealander. That is the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets, Sean Marks. So it would make sense for him to be conducting his business around 6 p.m. New Zealand time. That's a lot more realistic than little old Brad Stevens being up wheeling and dealing in the early hours. But anyway, my, when I first saw it. <laughs> why, would is, Brad, why would Sean Marks be in New Zealand right now? Because it's the summer. He's been seeing his family. Ask him. Okay, text him. Well, ask when, him. You, when you become an executive, <laughs> when you become an executive here, Mo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> You don't get the summers off like the players. <laughs> this is a year-round business. You and I right now are, it's late July, summer league's over. The business never stops. Yeah, when I said so I had conspiracies. For him to go to holiday. For him to go conspiracies for a reason. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. Well, I just want to make sure that when you're sending out your conspiracy tweets and your conspiracy you just bypass me and then I'll just look and go, oh, that's interesting. You know, because they, they're cool conspiracies for a reason. Oh, okay. we just got to okay. have some All fun right. with it at this point. So anyway. Oh, OK. 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 Anyway, my uh, my initial thoughts when I saw this was, OK, cool. Brooklyn is trying to leverage another deal with another team by throwing in Boston's name with it. Maybe you're talking to Toronto, Miami, Phoenix, whoever you're actually talking to. And you want to try and leverage them. Right. That's what the media is for. A little bit of smoke and mirrors you know, apply pressure to other teams. But then I was thinking about this and um, there was a new England Patriots player. What's his name? Let me try to find his name. Um, let me try to find his name right now. Jermaine Wiggins. Do you know who this is? Former Super Bowl champion with the Patriots, Jermaine Wiggins for some reason came out and said that he saw Jalen Brown in the Hamptons and was given the idea 
that Jalen won't re-sign with the Boston Celtics in 2024 um, because he wants to be the top dog on a team. So if that is the case, or he's privately requested a trade from Boston or made it clear that he won't stick around there, then maybe that is why they're having these discussions and getting Kevin Durant in return would be great. But what you don't want to do, as we've discussed numerous times on the show, is decimate the depth of your squad for an often injured superstar. Otherwise, you may end up just like the Los Angeles Lakers, who didn't even make the playoffs. Because Kevin Durant, in the past three seasons, has played 90 out of the 226 regular season games that were available for him to play in. Now, you want to trade a 24, 25-year-old all-star who's all-star caliber player who's just been your best player in the NBA Finals for a guy turning 34 who's played about 30% of games that he could have played in in the past three years. That wouldn't be my idea. But Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers to ever live. Apparently, he can score over anyone, could shoot over anyone, except for when it's the first round of the playoffs and he's getting swept away by the Boston Celtics. So it makes no sense to me. Well, I'm going to be kind, Mo, and say this. I think this makes all the sense in the world. We know that he wants to be traded. Yes. It, make, it makes sense for who, sorry? For, for Kevin Durant, for Brooklyn? For Kevin Durant, for Kevin Durant. It makes sense for Brooklyn. Yeah. This makes sense for the, for the Celtics. This makes sense for the Celtics. Here's mm. why. Here's why. When you have a team and you are trading, when, I'm sorry, when you have a team and you're looking out there at the horizon, you have a window of an, of, of an opportunity, right? You know, you look at the Celtics right now, all their, their fan base want to say, look how young we are. We're going back to the finals now every year. We're just going to get better. That's not the case. Okay. You, you, you have an opportunity to upgrade your talent. Make no doubt about it. Kevin Durant, Right now, okay, Kevin Durant right now is above, in my opinion. I mean, some people may argue, and when I can understand the argument, but he is better right now. He's an upgrade talent over Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Okay, that's that's just it's just my opinion. I think both of those guys, Jason Tatum, Jaden Brown, with their age, so forth and so on, you can make the talent. But as of right now, I'm not saying maybe that doesn't, maybe that's not the case even next year. But as of right now, Kevin Durant is in the top two or three in everybody's list in the NBA currently as is. And if you're not trying to upgrade your talent, then you're not doing your job. So this deal, maybe it's been stretched a little bit. Maybe it's being, maybe it was just a conversation. But let me assure you, this conversation needed to be had. And if you're not having that conversation, then you're not doing your job. Every team in the league right now is trying to put together a package for Kevin Durant. And it's and th- and now it's up for everyone to figure out what is the best package that you can put together, and it's important for Brooklyn 
to be open for business. They not have one guy that wants out. They have two guys. You know, Kyrie wants out as well. So how are they going to know which deal they want to do if they choose to do a deal if they're not talking to every team and trying every scenario? So if I'm Boston, of course I'm going to inquire. Of course. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I'm going to inquire. Because if you can acquire Kevin Durant and maintain your core group, and I have to believe, without talking to, to Brad Stevens, I have to believe that Marcus Smart is in that core. He was Defensive Player of the Year last year. So I have to believe, just from the outside, that Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are the core three guys. And then you build around from there. If they have to give up one of those guys to add Kevin Durant, I think that's that, I think that's a win for the Celtics. Even though I don't want to give up Smart, I don't want to give up. I wouldn't so give, give up it up Jason one, Smith. not Brown and Smart. Yes, yes. And if I'm Brooklyn, I want to give up two. Why? Because we're in the same conference. You you're trying to dismantle their team because you're giving up whoever when Sean Marks trades Kevin. Kevin Durant, he's going to lose the trade because Kevin Durant is the best player in the trade. So if he can get multiple players in your core or multiple picks, all of us, you know, experts will say, well, he got a lot back. Now, everyone is comparing the trade, what Danny Ainge got back. But truthfully speaking, those picks mean nothing. You still got a draft, mm-hmm. and, and, and there has to still be players there. Just because you have a first-round pick, what are you going to do with it? You got to draft that pick. You got to develop that pick. Da, da, da. You got to put together the team. All right. Great. You got, you got 100 first-round picks. Just give me Michael Jordan. Just give me Shaq, and then I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you got 100 picks. So what we've done is we've created value to something that's not there. It's like the boogeyman. You still have to draft and you have to draft well. So in saying that, I understand why Minnesota did that. Why? It's because they are in a position financially as a small market team and they want to win now. And it just worked for that team. You got to find the deal that works for you. This does a deal doesn't doesn't apply to every team in the league. The New York Knicks, just because they did something, doesn't mean it's going to apply to the New Orleans Pelicans. You have to find the deal that works for you. Danny Ainge wants picks. Why? Because your fan, our fan base has been sold that picks mean something. <laughs> and Minnesota and now, every ex- <laughs> and, and, and every executive knows. Every next year, I guarantee you, they're going to say, oh, man, with the exception of that one kid. Right. That one kid, everyone, everyone likes him. Right. In the draft, the kid, the, the, kid, the, big, kid from, yeah, the big kid from France. OK, with the exception of him, there's Scoot Henderson as well. Everyone's going to say, oh, man, it's t- it's going it's to say you're going to hear terms like this. It's top heavy translation. There's only one player we think is going to be a star, the rest of them. And then afterwards, we're going to say, and then if a guy emerges as a star and becomes a, a Jokic or something, we're going to be like, 
oh, we really had him high on, on our draft board. We had this guy number right behind the top guy. Every guy, every executive is going to say that. But at the, at the beginning of it, next year, this time, Mo, you and I are going to be doing this podcast and they're going to say, oh, the draft, it's a top heavy draft. Because we always want to sell our, to our fan base. We're give, we're giving you a star. And, mm-hmm. and if this guy doesn't emerge, we're going to say, see, I told you it was, it was a top heavy draft, but next year's draft, it's going to be, a, it's going to, it's going to have death. Well, where's the death? Because Bo, we know every draft, there's only going to be three to five of those guys who are going to emerge. Well, I, we know. I trust Danny Age making those draft picks a lot more than the Brooklyn Nets front office at, at this point. Um, I don't trust the Brooklyn Nets front office with much uh, considering they traded all their draft assets to get James Harden, who then left. And now they're trying to trade their current stars for draft well, assets. Yeah, but you got to understand away. this. So okay, you got to understand. But Mo, just can we just say this? And I, I and I know you're just trolling the, the Nets right now. Well, your star players say this is what they want to do. Okay. And one day you're going to be sitting in the seat and I'm still going to be doing the podcast. And I'm going to have... You're going to be the first guy I have the courage to troll because I'll know Mo didn't really want to do that deal. But because he has to do the deal for his star player, we he's had going the, to do the deal. We had a conversation, BJ. You and I, we had this conversation on when we were doing a heat check show uh, when they first signed, right? And I said, you said that you have to do what superstars want. And I said, I don't yeah. care how bad my superstars want it. I'm not giving. What was DeAndre um, Jordan's contract? With Brooklyn. I don't know, but I okay. With Mo, what no, I, he he but I got. Do know you won't be the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, because- okay. Hey, listen. Okay, but I'm just saying when you listen to the superstars, I give them what they want. Well, that's the this era is how we things live end Mo. up. This is how okay. things end up. You give give LeBron what he wants, miss the playoffs. Give KD what he wants, crumbled instantly. Okay, give the players what they want. That's cool. Or give me a give me a superstar like Giannis, who's like, listen, I'm here. I'm gonna do my job. Bo, you help here's me. The difference. That's what I want. Here's the difference. Here's the difference, Bo. Here's the difference. What you said. We talk about constructing a team. You can't have it both ways. When you acquire a player via free agency, you leverage your franchise for that player. Now, does it matter two or three years? You're talking about the draft now. You're talking about building a team. You get LeBron James and suddenly I'm going to go, hey, hey, LeBron, um, I got to get back to the draft right now and start building a team. That's not how this works. I didn't say that. Yeah, Mo, that's what you said. If you don't, if you don't put the best team you can put in front of that player now, you're living right here, right now. What's the best move for you to do right now? It's not the draft. I didn't say the draft was irrelevant to what I was okay. saying. Okay, so you're Mo, talking about giving the superstars what they want. And I'm saying, well, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets as a team, they were maybe they would have played out a lot better if they didn't do that James Harden deal. Do you not think the Brooklyn Nets would be better if they had Jarrett Allen at, at the five or they had Karis Levert coming off their bench rather than six months of James Harden? Okay. Maybe in this new era and a new way of thinking. In in, in, in in the era in which I I've learned this game, which was going to it's going to be here five years from now. You always acquire talent. 
at the cost of death. You you need, okay, there's two things. You need talent and you need death. And when you have talent and your team has depth, you have an opportunity and a chance to win. Sometimes you have to acquire the talent and then figure out how to build around it on the fly and figure out what Brooklyn was. They, they, they took a risk. They do. They, 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 they gambled and it didn't pay off. However, when you look at the team as it was constructed, you're, you're almost forced to do that. I can't be mad at Sean Marks, at least from my point of view, Sean Marks did what they clearly, clearly they had some input on what they were going to do. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. And I don't think those guys came there with the idea of saying the following. They came there and constructed a team. They didn't come there and was a part of a team. They came there and can rebuilt the entire team around those two guys. That's a fact. And Mo, once you make that deal, you got to do the deal. Now, here's the thing. If your players, if those two players, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, let's say you don't do the deal, Mo. Okay, that's fine. You, you said, no, I'm not doing that deal. What are you saying to your players? I like the team we have. I like the depth we have. And as great as we think James Harden is, we're going to keep our squad and see how it plays out. Okay. You don't win with that team. Now what happens? You don't, you didn't win with the team with James Harden. So it's irrelevant. No, no, no. But okay. If you don't win with James Harden, that's on those guys. It's their responsibility. If you don't win with your guys, it's your responsibility. That's okay. And we're in a better position moving forwards than we would have okay. been having sacrificed and, all and young here, players and, and here's the thing you, you and here's the thing anyway. you when you become an executive, Bo, you understand you and I aren't playing. Players play. Yes. Okay. And when the players blame people around them that's not playing, that's a major problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when Mo starts playing, you got a voice. See, Mo, you got a voice. When you're not playing and you're sitting in the, in, the, in the executive suite, then you better be right. Because if you're not right, Mo, okay, it's only one, it's only two play, two people in this, in this, at the table that has the right to be wrong. It's the players and the owner. The coach and the executives, y'all, y'all can't do that. Because I can go get another coach and I can go get another executive. And when your players are going against the organization and whatever, whether it's passive aggressive, aggressive, and they make a request, game over. Okay, well, it's a lose-lose because if you listen to them, you lose because you sold all your depth and your future. And if you don't listen to them... Maybe that's why only one team that wins. Maybe that's (laughs) why only one. (laughs) Most finally caught on to the game. All I'm saying is when I'm a GM, I ain't taking no orders from no one. It was my job to build a team. If you want to fire me, I'll walk right back into the media and this podcast will have 100,000 new listeners. You will never ever be... You won't be a GM then. (laughs) It's not not going to (laughs) work. Because you have to build... You're building a team and you have to deal with your owner 
You're going to have to deal with the players. Okay. And you're going to have to deal with your coach. And I can assure you, there's going to be a lot of problems. There are a lot of cooks in that kitchen. And when Mo says it's my job, next. Then you know how they say next up? Mm. It's not how this game works. These guys that are sitting in that chair, they're masters at communicating and cooperating with people because that's all you're doing. Because the I can assure you that these players will have opinions. I can assure you your owner wants the result. And I can assure you your coach, who you know you got to fire, is not going <laughs> to listen to you. <laughs> well, maybe I'm going to just have to bypass that And if Mo thinks he's just going to come in and say, this is my job, and I'm going to tell you guys, no, that's not how it works. Maybe I'm going to have to just get rich and bypass that and just own the team instead. Who knows where we're going to go. But what we need to find out is where Kevin Durant is going to end up. BJ, do you have any inclination? You were pretty adamant that he was going to go to Phoenix. Now that DeAndre Ayton has uh, signed the qualifying offer with, with the Indiana Pacers and then Phoenix matched it, he's ineligible to be traded until January now. So that kind of throws a span in the works of any deal involving DeAndre Ayton. So you were pretty adamant he was going to Phoenix. Do you still hold that belief or do you think now Toronto, Miami, Boston and another team is more likely? Also, while I'm on that trail of thought, it is surprising to me, <clears throat> excuse me, those, those three teams in the Eastern Conference. Typically, when you see superstars get traded, they get as far away from the team trading them as you possibly can. So do you have any thoughts? And why is there not more Western Conference teams in the mix? Normally, Mo, trades always happen at the 11th hour. It's July 20th. Just There's nothing going on. It's slow in the news media. And the reason that they brought this out at 3.30 in the morning, what, West Coast time, right? Is that where they brought it out? Yeah. Well, it's eight hours ago. Okay, so that's, that's, that's at the top of the news day on the East Coast. So every show on the East Coast can have fun with this today on a Monday morning. So to me, your conspiracy was of New Zealand. My conspiracy is, oh, let's put it, make sure we get into the producer's hands before the seven o'clock news cycle and then they can talk about this all day on a monday morning that's what that's the first thing i saw second sean marks wants this out why because the team he probably knows he has to do a deal with it gives him leverage now we have options three what happened today to me is the most important thing sean marks leverage the fact by saying no if you want me to do a deal a negotiation doesn't start until someone says no the fact that sean mark said no to the initial deal reportedly is telling everybody reportedly to me is letting everybody know we have options now put your best option up or don't call me to me it was it was business as usual the things that i'm being that i'm hearing and, and it's being reported is like this is what, to me, makes Twitter fascinating and social media is all of these things that have been happening for 50 years behind the scenes are certainly now being played out in real time. <laughs> but oh. because most people don't understand or haven't been in negotiation, they don't know what to look for. Sean Mark said no, oh. which which gives the appearance to me that he's in control. But what Sean Marks also, when it was first reported, 
about that Kevin Durant wanted to trade. It was also Sean Marks going to the media going, that's not the case because he knows that he has to have some leverage in this negotiation. Danny Ainge is beating everyone to the punch. How can nothing come out of Utah, but everything is coming out about Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between one guy understands how to beat the news cycle and the other guy is trying to put out the fires in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. That's all that's going on. Yeah. So in the end, Danny Ainge has done exactly. There was a trade that happened that to me was the, one of the best trades that I've had that I've seen recently. And it was with Porzingis when he left the Knicks. Because everything is always coming out of New York, right? Mm-hmm. Sources say, da, 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 say, Porzingis was traded and not one person knew it. Not one person suspected it. He was traded, done. It was agreed to. And then people said, and then people reported that. Yep. So when I see these things being leaked, this is just a masterclass on how you do business. Yeah, well, this is the Celtics as well. Their their last deals didn't get leaked. You know, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, uh, exactly. They won't be leaked. Exactly. But Brooklyn, everything leaks. Um, just how crazy insane is Jalen Brown has just tweeted S M H. Shake my head. So he's clearly aware of what's going on and all that kind of thing. But we're gonna have to see what happens. I hope that he doesn't get traded. Uh, I like the young call, and um, we're gonna have to. See what happens for the rest you, of this week, and probably you, you as, like your core. You as, like your core. You should like your core. But Mo, you got to be in the game. You have to be. I'm not saying you do with the deal. I don't know what they're asking, and I'm not pretending to know. But you have to be in this game. You, they the are in this game. They were in the finals. They're more in the game than anyone else. That was last year. You don't. Okay. You, you don't. So, get, so you don't you're get gonna, a redo this year. Now okay. was last year. You could trade for the guy who you swept out of first round. Absolutely. If, no. that, if that guy becomes available, if you, I want to. We're just going on reputation says, now, though. We're just going on reputation now. If Kevin Durant becomes available, and you don't at least accept the call, you're not doing your job. Accept the call. I'm not giving up a defensive player of the year and our best player in the finals. No chance. But. Okay. Maybe that's why yeah, I'm that's not okay. doing Brad Stevens' job. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to upload this episode now, and he'll probably get traded in like the five minutes it takes for me to edit. I'll upload it. So we can Brad Stevens. Okay. Last thing, and then I'm going to let it go. Mo. The, the, uh, what's it, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat were in the conference finals. What? Game seven, right? They won game seven. Didn't they go mm-hmm. seven? They went yeah. seven last year. They went seven. So clearly everyone down there in Miami thinks if we were healthy, we would have won that series. Okay. That's what everyone says, right? Every, every, everyone says that, right? They're not conceding that Boston beat them. Yeah, they, they think if Jimmy Butler's three-pointer went in, three and, uh, and then they're, they're winning. And it very well could have been. Okay. I mean, still 28 seconds on the clock. But, and Mo, yeah. you have to, you have to always make sure that you are in every trade every deal that's in the nba you want your name in there why is because every day the players i love it when they tweet they're in the gym grinding 
hashtag striving for greatness. You know, all those things, right? You know, all those things, right? Mo, is it, is it that one? I, I, I see it. I know it. Okay, you see it. Now, as an executive, Mo, here, you, you got to learn something that Pat Riley and only a few of these guys know. Okay, now you're seeing San Antonio's name. Why are you, why do you always see Miami's name in every action? Tell me. Because Pat Riley understands you got to be in the game. You, you got to be in the game. You don't have to make every move, but you always want to be in the game because you never know where your luck is going to come from. If you're not in the game, you can't win the game. Just get yourself in the game. You don't do every deal. You can say, shake my head. But let me tell you something, Mo. If you want to mess up a team, if you want to mess up a team, just leap that you're talking to another team in a trade. Because while Jalen Brown is saying, shake my head, he also could be saying, Brad, what's up with that, man? You trying to trade me? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me out? You could mess up another team. Mo, these guys are human. See, Brad Stevens right now has a problem. Because where there's smoke, there is fire. And when you're building these teams, and when you keep hearing your name out there, today's youth, unlike yesterday's youth, they actually believe what's going on on this social media. And let me assure you, Wolves and Shams, they're talking to those players too. Mm-hmm. And trust me when I tell you this, Jalen Brown and his agent, they've reached out to somebody in that meeting and said, hey, man, is this true or not? <laughs> because why would that guy report that, whoever reported it first, if he didn't have concrete? Mm-hmm. Okay? So all of this tough talk about what I would do, no, you're not going to do that because your players are talking to the same people. That's why it's important that when you do sit in that seat, because that's a hot seat, you better have a master's class in communication to know what it is. And everybody got to know how you do business. If not, you, you, you're going to have a master's class on how to fail. And that's not what you want to do. So Brad Stevens right now, He's going to have to do one of two things, either put this out quickly or maybe it has a little truth to it. Maybe someone on the other side just dropped a jewel that wasn't supposed to be dropped. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But whatever the case may be, Mo, when they start reporting things like this in the end of July, something is going on, which something should be going on. But now that it's out there, Jalen Brown now is going to have to make a decision. He's going to have to answer that question on day one if he comes back. Yep. Which could affect the entire team. Well, oh, he's tried to trade me. He's been dealing with this forever, though. Like I said at the start of the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about he's all of last season. But Mo, but Mo, at some point, if you're dealing with this forever, let me assure you. Every team in the league wants a disgruntled star. What you don't want is a disgruntled star on your team. Mm-hmm. 
Because the last thing we want, Mo, right now, they had beautiful chemistry. They Things were working together. Idoku, terrific coach, da-da-da. Everything is great. Now, Mo, here's a distraction. Jalen, it was reported they tried to trade you last year. How do you feel about that? And the last thing, Mo, is you don't want anyone to confirm me something that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, now, now, whether Brad called or took the call, the call was made. It doesn't matter who did it. If he's not taking that call, he's not doing his job. Yeah. He's some if I call you right now, Mo, it's your job to take the call. That's facts. Now, one of the ways that executives do is sometime, Mo, here's an executive trick that you have to learn. Here's one of your tricks. And then, Mo, because I could go on for this for days. <laughs> when you do get a call, so if I'm calling and I know my team is good and I love my team, let's say I love the Celtics. I'll lob in a call to Brad Stevens. Brad calls me back. Somehow it gets leaked that Brad Stevens was on the phone with uh, Sean Marks. Okay. Then Brad Stevens can come out in mid-August and go, hey, we get calls all the time about all of our players. Hey, guys. If no one calls for you, that means you're probably going to be out of the league. <laughs> yep. Second, Jalen Brown is the most coveted guy in the league. There's multiple teams calling. That's just the one that was reported. But let mm-hmm. me tell you guys something here. We love Jalen Brown, and he's not on. He won't be traded. Now, when you give your players that type of confidence, so now you're using the media you're not lying to them. You're just making sure that your team knows we're here for business and what we're doing. Because the last thing you want is to say what people are saying right now. Oh, we're young. I love our young core. Let me tell you something. There's been a lot of great young cores. This business is about performance. And you want to make sure you keep your guys sharp. And that's what you do to keep them sharp. Now, if Brad Stevens is doing that, I'll be the first to applaud. Mm-hmm. But right now, he better have a plan mm-hmm. because right now this thing could go one of two ways. It could go right or it could go left. But let me assure you, what they did last year is already in the books. Doesn't guarantee they're going to do it this year in the books because teams in the NBA are getting better. And how are they getting better? They're improving their talent. Yep. So that's just one little trick. Maybe Brad's doing that. Brad's been around. He's been around now, even though he's a young executive. That's what you do. If you want to send a message to your team, we love our team. Teams call all the time. But let me tell you guys, this is our team here. This is the Celtics. Now your fan base is fired up. Now the guys in the locker room is like, dang, Brad is, man, he believing us like that. Now mm-hmm. the coach is coming in. And you see what I'm saying? There, This isn't a bad thing that's happened. If you can't play and if you can't play under stress, then you probably can't play in the NBA. If your name is not in a trade, that means you're out of the league. 
Mm-hmm. If no one else wants you, why does the team that currently has you want you? I hear it. This could be a very, very good thing for the Celtics because what you don't want is to rest on what you did last year. This is a new year. And as far as I know, maybe in somebody's dream, the Celtics did win a championship last year. In my dream, score yes. this year, <laughs> score this year, Mo, is what? Zero, zero. As it always Boys. should be. There you go. Okay, well, that's another episode in the books. We're going to see tomorrow if any more news has been broken. We might have to re-record this if news does break minutes after we finish recording this. But it, it, absolutely. it's another week. Absolutely. We're going to be rocking with you every day, every morning. The Hoop Jeans Podcast presents by NBA 2K23. BJ Armstrong, Mo Moonsey, we over, we out. Get I wish, well, I wish oh, everyone ahead. can see you. I wish everyone could see you right now, Mo, because you know what? This trade is really hurting you right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Leave my team alone. <laughs> and on that note, I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Get I can't buckets. believe you're not lit. <laughs> <laughs> you got <it. laughs>